Hello, and welcome to the Sirs and Six Pod. Oh, yeah, I go with more of a hello. I <laughs> uh, decided to go with the regular yeah. hello, <laughs> not the all right. We're getting better, we're getting better. Um, I'm your host, Adam Kehoe, as always. Uh, here to my left is Clay, the gym rat Morrison. Hey, Adam, happy Thanks. to be here. Thanks, good to, good to have you. Uh, Rishi, Rishi Patel over there on the couch. No nickname. Okay. No, 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 no intro. No. <laughs> Thomas, uh, Thomas, two step Hilbert. Thank you, thank you, Adam. And as always, Sam Kurtz on the boards. On the boards. Oh, on the boards. All right. Wow. So, uh, you know, for our third episode of the Surgeon Six Pod, we really wanted to give you guys some more content. We got some great feedback from the first two episodes. Um, you know, people said it was too long. Some people said <laughs> was, some people said it was too short. So we're just gonna uh, kind of stick with. What what we know best, and that's and that's NBA analysis and having a good time. Uh, Mainly the <laughs> second part. Don't have any pizza tonight, but uh, if we did, be sponsored. This podcast <laughs> would be brought to you by Big Pearl Pizza. As always, you can use our uh, sponsor code Surgeon Six. Um, with that being said, let's. Uh, I think let's jump into. Oh, real quick, this podcast is going to be uh, individual individual player props for the season. Correct. We uh, dove through around three hundred different props. Picked out our first, our top three, um, not the first three, our top three, and uh, we're gonna give those to you. So a little free money Tuesday. But uh, before we get into that, on a Monday, before <laughs> free money Tuesday on a Monday, <laughs> but it'll probably, to you get, it'll on probably a Monday. be released on a Wednesday. So. <laughs> right, be, be prepared. For the record, free money Tuesday on a Monday. <laughs> Brought to you on a Wednesday. <laughs> I really thought it was Tuesday. For our listeners at home, it is Monday. We're recording this at a. Uh, at eight thirty, the Packers are playing the uh, Niners right now. So, season starts tomorrow. And uh, with that being said, let's uh, let's just jump right into some NBA news, and then we'll get into the over unders uh, after that. So, Sam on the boards. Yep, on the boards. Uh, quick around the association to get us kicked off. Um, first off, R.I.P. to Paul Allen, owner of the Trailblazers, died this afternoon. Um, from he owned the Blazers. He owned the huh. Sam, I got. You can a, talk. Uh, Sam, I, I got a fun <laughs> fact for you. What the we should give a moment of silence. We, yeah, we should. Yeah. Okay. Clay, what was that fun fact? <laughs> well, we'll just yeah, we'll skip the moment of silence. Well, um, no, we were silent <laughs> for a moment. Yeah. So uh, Paul Allen actually owns at least partial stake in three um, teams. He's a full owner of the Seattle Seahawks. Did not know that. Yeah. The Trailblazers. Uh, he's a Trailblazer himself. And <laughs> Seattle Sound, uh, Sounders. Ooh, so, well, diversity. Yeah, a fun fact that I didn't know. Um, and he also uh, played in a band called Grown Men and released an album in 2000. Great band. So, they got uh, some bangers. Rest in peace to Paul Allen. A true trailblazer. A true trailblazer in his own right. Yeah. Okay, uh, to get off the, <laughs> the set. Start off on a less morbid note. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Um, we'll start off with some, some Pacers, uh, Pacers info since we are a Pacers-driven podcast. Um, first off. Miles Turner signed a contract extension today for four years, $72 million, and could get up to $80 million based on unlikely bonuses. Um, I think they're likely. I think they're likely. Yeah. Break unlikely the according year. to who? Unlikely according to a tweet that I read today. I can't remember who it was from. Okay. Well, uh, what do you think of that? Uh, I mean, he's a rim-protecting stretch five, so you could do much worse for much more. We got a bunch of money too, so and I think we all kind of knew this was coming. Maybe not, but uh, not, yeah, not, I like it. Not to mention, under the new cap, seventy-two million for four years is not that much. 
for, for a potential stud and a most likely guaranteed starter. Yeah, sixteen million first year goes up like one point five every year after that. And potentially, if he has a huge season this year, he can get that like max extension that Booker got. It's like five years, hundred and sixty million. And let, let, let's be clear, fans. Um, we as a podcast, four of the five of us, are true believers that Miles Turner is better than Devin Booker. So that's, I just wanted to get that out there. For just for the know. listeners at home, that's not true. In fact, uh, some of us like Devin Booker a little that would be, more. That would be four of the five. <laughs> yeah, so, so I wonder who that, that one person is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I'm, a, I'm pumped for Miles, you know, part of the Twin Towers, the Riley Towers, Salesforce Tower, trying to get that nickname going. Um, <laughs> I like which, it. Which one? He's he's Salesforce. Yes. <laughs> he's Salesforce. And Sabonis Sabonis is Regions building. Yeah. So uh, not a tower. Well, he's a little stout. He's a little stouter. But uh, yeah, I like it. I mean, not many big men can protect the rim and shoot as well as Miles. He can make a little leap. I hope he does. Um, and like make this a really good value deal. But we kind of had to. I mean, yeah. Good decision. Yeah. Keep the young, keep the young core together. Yeah. Um, next Pacers note that I had today was the uh, final day to get to the fifteen man roster, which Ben Moore made. So that means Edmund Sumner is remaining on a two way contract. Not sure seemed, if that's much to note, but I thought it was interesting since Edmund Sumner seemed to have a really good preseason. Yeah, he killed him preseason. He looked yeah. really, really good. If he can't get on the roster with that preseason, I'm not sure he's ever going to make the roster, honestly, because he looked very impressive. Yeah. Well, we can convert a two-way contract at then we'd, we'd have to any cut, point, right? Yeah. We'd have to cut someone in order to do that. Oh, so really? Ben Moore staying on it. Ben Moore is so bad. <laughs> he's yeah. terrible. Yeah, I, I honestly like Sumner more. He does not do anything well. But all right. Um, then the last Pacers note that I have, um, as as you know from our first pod, the uh, we all took the Pacers over forty seven and a half, um, according to Bavada today. The largest bet betting amount um, for any under in the league this year is against the Pacers. So um, different opinion than uh, the rest of the country. Um, makes me feel pretty good. What do you guys think? Backs against the wall. We're used to it. Been there before. No. I would much rather be an underdog than, than a team being overhyped because it means we're going to get some sneaky wins again this year. And I, I expect to be a, a top four, but probably top three seed in these. <clears throat> Rish, what do you think? I feel disrespected. No, no surprise there. I mean, no one gives us credit. In the ESPN Power Rankings today, we were outside the top ten. So, did, not surprised. Did you comment on that? Were we outside I mean, of Instagram? We were outside the top ten. <laughs> we were like yeah. 15. Let me give Lakers a, were eight, so. Let me you... give a quick note on the ESPN Power Rankings today. They had the Pacers at 14th, <laughs> and they had the Miami Heat at 13th. And then they did this thing where they predicted the worst record you might have and the best record you may have. And they had the Pacers at six higher wins on the best record and six higher wins on the worst record. So <laughs> ESPN is not a very bright, bright all website. I'm mm-hmm. just going to leave it at that. That's uh, kind of shocking. Would you comment on their Instagram reach? I just he probably shouldn't Pacers. repeat it. Yeah. <laughs> for, our, for our listeners out there, uh, Rishi Patel on Instagram, big time Pacers commenter. You ever see him on House of Highlights, uh, ESPN Sports Center Instagram posts? He's all he's all in there. Go ahead and give him a like. Yeah, just throw him, throw him, throw him some love. All right, that's uh, that's all for Pacers. Moving on. I got your um, plug, Rish. <laughs> Appreciate that. Some other news around the league um, pertaining to teams that we either had consensus on or had locks on from last week. Um, Jimmy Butler returned to the Timberwolves, made a lot of noise, um, still demanded a trade, but is expected to play opening night. This whole situation's weird. He. Um, 
on his inter- in his interview with Rachel Nichols on ESPN, he said that he um, had a players-only meeting. Uh, it was reported by, I think, Woj, and then as well as like during his interview, he said that he had the players-only meeting, and then Jeff Teague in an interview said that it was fake news you needed. against the Timberwolves and think they're going to be under on wins this year. If Jimmy Butler plays the whole season there, I don't like that pick. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think he's going to get he's traded, though. Trade. I think he'll yeah. be traded as well. I think he'll be traded as well. How, how many games does he play? His, uh, oh, over under on Bavada is like 27 have, and a half. Is yeah, it? Yeah, 27 yeah, and a half. You can bet on that. It's huh. also strange how he was like, got mad at a reporter today when they asked him what team he wanted to be traded to. And he was like, why are you asking me this two days before a game? It's like, well... Stop talking kind of, about yeah, you What have of, you been doing kind of for brought, the whole summer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of brought this upon yourself. So. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Um, next team to focus on, the Spurs. This was uh, two of our locks. Um, Thomas's easiest money of the year. <laughs> uh, the day after we recorded our podcast, DeJounte Murray was ruled out for the year with a torn ACL. So Kehoe's most improved player of the year is I not going to happen. Not looking good. <laughs> and then the next man up, point guard Derek White, did something to his heel and is out two to eight weeks. So the Spurs are in a little bit of trouble. Um, I think if I could go back, I would take away the lock. Uh, I still like the over for the Spurs, though. Did so. the line move any? Uh, the line actually got more likely that they win 44 and a half games. So these injuries actually improved their chances of winning more regular season games, according to Bavada and all the other Vegas sites. Does not really? make any sense to me. I, uh, That's weird. partially regret my freest money of the year, <laughs> but I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> <laughs> Is there starting point guard? Bryn Forbes. Patty Michigan Mills. Patty Mills. Uh, yeah, Forbes. Mills I saw they were starting Brim Forbes. Really? Yeah, I picked him up in fantasy. I kind of like Brim. The hope. I kind of like Better Brim. Move. Yeah. Brim's okay. Uh, Brim, yeah, he's all right. He's no, he's no most improved DeJounte Murray. No, he's not. But uh, yeah, I like Brim Forbes. Hopefully he does all right. It's a bummer for the Spurs. Yeah, they're at 43 and a half on Bovada right now. I think that's what they were. It yeah. was. Yeah, but no. now, now where are they at? Plus... Or my, what is the minus? Minus one twenty for over. over. Okay, so that's come back since they got their second injury. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> I was kind of pumped out Derek White. He had a good uh, Salt Lake summer. De- Derek White's injury actually moved the line more than Dejounte Murray's, hmm. which is weird. Um, next up, the Suns signed Jamal Crawford to a one-year, two point four million dollar contract. Um, any thoughts? How, how much was it? Two point four. I think that's a minimum. I have right? no. I have no thoughts. I think it's. Uh, <laughs> Concerning for uh, Devin Booker, I think he might be more injured than uh, than we think. Uh, yeah, that's actually a good point. I wonder what's going on with him. Yeah. Adam, how do you get hurt again? <laughs> uh, it's inconclusive. He broke his hand. I, I think he fell off a bike. There was rumors about a bike. There's video. There was video. No yeah, yeah. <laughs> on a bike. Is that actually what it was? Yeah. Well, it hasn't head. been confirmed yet. Yeah. Yes. Unconfirmed. The only confirmed thing is there was an Instagram video of him riding a bike with no hands. <laughs> yeah. Thirty minutes before the injury. Looking like a. Person who knows how to ride a bike, though. I mean, that's pretty, yeah. yeah. Every twenty-three-year-old should know how to ride a bike. <laughs> yeah, well, he probably didn't break his hand riding a bike then. 
<laughs> probably got in a fight. There were a couple trades today. Um, first, Clippers Pelicans. <laughs> that makes it any better. Uh, Clippers received Alexis Ajinsa, <laughs> who they planned to waive, uh, and they gave up Wesley Johnson. Uh, any real thoughts? I think it just makes the Clippers look worse. So, which you're going deep that, on the boards today? Uh, These are some deep there. cuts, and I have no thoughts on Alexis Jinka. <laughs> right. I, I couldn't have less thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Next trade: Wizards Bucks. Bucks got Jody Meeks, future second round pick in cash, and the Wizards, from what I could tell, got nothing except six million dollars of luxury tax space. <laughs> I, I, I have can, nothing there. Can you repeat this one? I, I've missed out on the second. <laughs> Jody Meeks, the futures. I had nothing to do with work today, by the way. <laughs> Jody Meeks, this a second like round pick. And cash. And Undisclosed they, cash. Do we know how much? I didn't, I didn't say. This seems like a trade Clay would make in fantasy baseball or basketball. I'm not really sure, but I have also no thoughts on Jody Meeks. All right. Um, so, uh, last few things. Russell Westbrook is about playing tomorrow night. Uh, Justice Winslow signed an extension. Larry Nance signed an extension. Tyler Eulis got signed by the Bulls. Larry Nance signed an extension. Yeah, yeah four year, forty five. Oh wow! Which is, and the, yeah. which is more than Julius Randle is making a year. That's the first thing that comes to mind. To me. <laughs> yeah, and that's shocking. Yeah, it's really like a bad signing. Um, and then some guys who got waived who I think were mentioned in former in the former podcast Kobe Simmons I think someone oh what I think Kobe Simmons yeah <laughs> what happened to Kobe Kobe got waved uh RJ Hunter got waved Donald Ooh. Sloan got waved these are all people I brought up for the record <laughs> <laughs> Donald Sloan next pacer uh Tim Frazier got waved so I didn't bring him I bring him Tim Frazier I know but Tim Frazier's a clay favorite yeah friend of the pod all right on to the player props um all right First person up, we have Aaron Gordon, 16.5 points per game. He averaged 17.6 last year. Kehoe, this is your pick. Go ahead. Hey, can you kind of just throw it to me next time so I can kind of preface it? I kind of, kind of we'll go ahead and say it again. All right, yo, yeah, Aaron Gordon. All right, <laughs> thanks, Sam. Uh, <laughs> all right, so the theme of my picks, and to, to give the listeners a little background, uh, you can go, there's like for every team, there's probably five players-ish. On Nevada, yeah. and you can do like points, rebounds, assists. Some players have blocks, so it's pretty in depth. Um, you can bet on pretty much anything. Um, you can bet like how many games Jimmy Butler will play for the Wolves. You can bet if uh, Chloe and Tristan Thompson are gonna get engaged. Crazy stuff like that. I'm so, going with the no. I have a little foreshadowing there. I'm, I'm hitting the hard, the yes, pretty hard on that one, but um. My first pick, That's Aaron. What you wanted to preface all this with? Well, I was just letting them, giving them some background info. Cool. Uh, but no, I have a theme for all my picks. Mm-hmm. My, we're we're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. My theme is somebody has to score or aging power forwards. So this is my first somebody has to score pick. What? Why are you looking at me like that? I'm confused. <laughs> someone has to score for aging power forwards. No, 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 or. no. Or oh, that oh, gotcha. This falls yeah. into the someone has to score. It's one category. of those two categories. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Weird. (laughs) (laughs) This is just the best bets. These are the free money picks. Fall into those two categories. On a Tuesday. Yeah. (laughs) So Aaron Gordon plays for the Magic. The Magic are going to be bad. They recapped in the last pod. They have no point guard. They took Mo Bamba, who I actually like as a prospect, but he's not really going to be a good player this year. Um, I can't think of many players they have who will be able to score. Jonathan Simmons, maybe. But if you're just looking at the roster... Aaron Gordon, I'd say you'd bet on to be their leading scorer. His over-under is 16.5 for points. Somebody has to score. <laughs> Somebody has to put the ball in the basket bucket. He averaged uh, 16.9 points last 
17.6, even better. Uh, career mark for three-point percentage last you year. You were so worried about your intro, you would have heard me say that. <laughs> yep. Uh, you have to get that Kim and uh, Tristan out there. I'm riding the over. Somebody has to score. So he, he averaged, he, he went over last year. He, of the, what it is, over. He, he was over last year, and he only played 58 of the games. So he if he has a healthy games. season, he'll probably be in more of a rhythm. I feel like I remember yeah. at the beginning of the year, him starting off super, super hot, yeah. killing it. He, uh, he, and then he, he got hurt. Was that, mm-hmm. So that's what happened. Yeah, that's he averaged about 22 uh, points the first two Yeah, two I, like the, uh, I like the over. I think that's a good bet. Thanks, man. No problem. What about he, the whole spiel? Uh, I just like the over. Okay. <laughs> I like the over as well. Thanks, guys. Someone has Somebody has to score. So someone has to score, and he's become a better three-point shooter on a team that cannot shoot threes. And in this new league, someone's got to shoot threes as well. So he will likely be the guy who's scoring and shooting the threes. And he got paid this year. Yeah. In and the offseason, he's going to want to live up to that contract, put up a lot of stats. That team's going to be bad. He's going to get the ball all the time. When Frank Vogel's gone, it'll be a faster-paced offense. Exactly. Ride the over. Free money. That's it. Yep, I agree with the over. Um, All right. Zach Levine, 17 <clears throat> points per game. Rishi. So, <clears throat> two of my picks were actually pretty much the same thing as Keo. Someone on that team needs to score. Um, Levine's had some injury trouble, but so is Jabari. Um, I think Markinen's out for like four to six weeks, so first stretch of the year. I think he was there like fourth leading scorer last year and then they lost Miritich who I think led their team in points last year so I uh, feel pretty good about Levine over there 17. I, I, I wouldn't say I feel amazing about him over but he in my opinion is a very selfish player who likes to take a lot of shots so in that respect I agree someone has to score and he likes to take shots um, I, I would go with the over before I'd go with the under here and I, I, I think it's a pretty solid pick Solid well, pick, but I don't love it. What was it at, 17? Yeah. How many averaged last year? He averaged mm-hmm. in his 24 games 16.7. The year before that, he averaged 18.9. And last year he's coming off the, uh, the torn ACL, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, last year he didn't play until, like, into January. Right. Yeah. When he was pl- before he got hurt in Minnesota, he was 18.9. So they added Jabari Parker, who's a pretty big scorer. Yeah. Um, he might be coming off the bench. Yeah, I think I saw that. I um, don't really like Levine, but, yeah, well, I like the over. The reasons I don't like Levine are the reasons I like the over. Because he's such a volume shooter and doesn't care about his teammates. Because he's such... <laughs> What's Markkinen's deal again? He's hurt for like uh, four six his weeks. His elbow, I think. He was, I think when they reported it at the end of September, it was like six to eight weeks. So I think from now it's probably four to six. Okay. I actually like the under on this. Sorry, Rish. But uh, I think with the injury risk... Of Levine getting hurt again, um, Markkinen maybe getting some more shots. I like Wendell Carter a lot. I don't know. I I'm going under, soft under, but um, under nonetheless. Sorry, Rish. Does the under play into his per game average for you? Is there like a minimum? Is there like a minimum? Not for games? per game. There's only know. a minimum for leading in categories, like assist leader there'd be a minimum or like rebound leader there'd be a minimum uh, were you saying that there's not a minimum for like you can play one there game there has to be if you, you can't yeah, play you, one game well I'm sure one game's not I think it's not probably a minimum. Like, I don't know a quarter of the season probably T- to be honest we need to do our research we'll get back to that <laughs> <laughs> we'll follow up part we're, we're rules and regulations uh, yeah. we'll tweet it out later that's a good plug for our twitter account yeah. uh, sir, at Sirs and Six and at Clay Morrison just for <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I would also agree with Zach Levine over for those same reasons. Um, JJ Redick, 15 points per game. Clay. Uh, yeah, this is me. I got a under 15 and a half. So I got a couple thoughts that are not collected here. Um, <laughs> the first one, uh, so he's actually coming off the bench this year. So they got Marco Fultz, who's going to be starting. Uh, and then my second bullet point is that JJ Redick is now 34 years old. Um, he's one of my favorite players in the NBA. But, um, Great podcast. Yeah. He had Dirk on this week. You guys listen yeah, to Yeah, it was fantastic. Was awesome. can, can we hear you say Markel Fultz again, please? <laughs> yeah. It sounded like Markel. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so he's starting, the guy you just mentioned. And JJ's coming off the bench. I just can't imagine him putting up um, over 15 and a half and coming off the bench is tough, tough spot. Um, so I'm going with the under. Hmm. I don't love it, but I'm on the other. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna agree with you. Uh, I also like the under because he's coming off the bench. I think because he's coming off the bench, he'll be playing less minutes with Simmons and/or Fultz, who are the creators. And it, I mean, JJ Rex, I can create for himself, so it's gonna be harder for him to get points. Um, I think 15 is a lot, especially when his minutes are probably gonna be down five to eight from last year, and he only aver- he averaged 17 last year. So 15 and a half. Mm-hmm. Fifty. He's coming off of a career high seventeen point one as we, a starter. We can only go down. So he, he, could, he could only go down if he's, well, he could he's coming go off the bench. So for I agree with you. I, I, I also think that that streak when when Embiid was down and Simmons was pretty much just running point sprinting to the center of the lane and kicking it up for three pointers that had to have brought JJ Reddick's average up. And Embiid also didn't play back-to-backs to start the year, so there was a lot of three-point shooting that did not have to do with Embiid, who likes to shoot a lot of really stupid threes. Um, but, but because of that reason, I like the under. I like the under. Nice. Uh, I disagree. I like the over. Um, talk me out of it, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> so, like him coming off the bench, I don't think is that – that seems like your reasoning, right? And coming off the bench. I think bo- you, know, you missed the second bullet point. What was the second bullet point? He's 34 years old now. Yeah, well, I think... Coming off a career high. Okay, okay. Well, coming off the bench, I think he could actually be more of a focal... Career help you. More of a focal point of the offense instead of less. Um, when he's playing with Simmons and Embiid, I think he probably was... Took less shots than if he was just out there with the second unit. In right, the, but if he's a, he's a, shoot, he's a spot-up shooter... Yeah, they, but they could run him off screens. They could use him like Rip Hamilton or Reggie or something. Like, he could be more of the focal point of that second-team offense than he would be of the first-team offense. Quick, quick data point. When Kyle Korver, also known as a J.J. Redick 1.0, when he went from thirty-four or from 33 to 34, he averaged 12 at 33, dropped to 9 at 34. <laughs> Love <laughs> the relationship. Clay's argument. It. Yeah, thank you. Age. So I'm looking at his stats from last year. He only played 30 minutes last year. And, you know, come off the bench, he'll probably play 25, 20, I don't know, 26. That's, that's fair. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't see a huge drop um, to under 15. What is it, under 15? So. 15 and a half. Hmm. We got a di- discrepancy, on the, we got a discrepancy on, the board, te- on the board here. That's what you texted me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I forgot the point five. Uh, <laughs> it's 15 and a half is the Bavada line. Yeah. Under all right, all right, yeah. yeah. Fair does enough. That, does that change your opinion? Still doesn't change it. Okay. I'm, uh... Makes me feel better. Yeah, (laughs) there we go. I'm disagreeing going over. We'll agree to disagree. I like the contrarian view. All right, uh, next up, DeMontis Sabonis, 6.5 rebounds, Thomas. (laughs) This one's pretty easy for me. I mean, this is a a Pacers podcast. We're a bunch of homers, but 
at the same time, it means it's the subject we're most knowledgeable on. Um, so, so last year, Sabonis played 24 minutes a game, and he was able to average 7.7 rebounds during that stretch. G- granted, he did do a lot of starting because Miles Turner was out a long time with a headache, and <laughs> then he missed a decent stretch after dunking on a breakaway and hurting his elbow, um, which allowed Sabonis a good amount of starting time last year. But, but I don't think that 24 minutes per game is going to go down this year. And from everything I've read about the offseason, he's supposedly had the most impressive offseason of any of the Pacers. Uh, Darren Collison was raving about him, said he's slim and ready to rebound. So, so, so I'm ready to take it over. <laughs> I think I saw that he, in like 20 minutes in the preseason, was averaging like 12 rebounds a game. He, he, yeah. He's a rebound he, machine. Yeah. I'm the over. What's the over under six? Six and a half. Six and a half. That seems like so few. Miles Turner isn't even a good rebounder to begin he's with. He's going to so be. I don't care if they play. He's going to be our leading rebounder, right? I think so. I yeah. So. yeah, I really he's, like that over too. That's I, love, crazy. I love this over. He's very yeah. efficient in what he does when he's on the floor. Yeah. Going over. <laughs> Great pick, Thomas. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, Chris Levert, thirteen points per game. This one is mine. Um, he averaged twelve point one last year. Um, he, in college, he was a big-time scorer, would have probably been a mid-to-late lottery pick if he wasn't injured his final year in college. Um, I think he's still just now getting over that, and he's my pick for most improved players, so to get that, he's going to have to average a lot more than 13, <laughs> so I'm taking the over. You're heavy on Putting Kirk. two eggs in one basket. Yeah, big, big next guy. Year. Heavy on the Burt. <laughs> okay. What is it? 13? 13. Uh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he almost seems like he's taking your strategy, Kehoe. Yeah. Who, who is going to score? Maybe Curtis LeVert. You taking my strategy, Sam? Um, I think it's my strategy. <laughs> what was the strategy? Someone has to score. Someone has to score. Aging power aging power this falls, this yeah. falls under aging power forward. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, one thing I like to look at this is... Uh, the pre and post All Star splits. Oh, great split. Yeah. So how they did in the second half of the season, I think, kind of trends more how they're going to do this year. Christopher averaged thirteen point one points post All Star break. That's and over thirteen. That's over thirteen. So I like it. I'm with you, Sam. <laughs> so how many games do you play? You only played seventy one. So I played twenty one games in post All Star break. Yeah. Sure. Well, well, you know, I just want to dig into this a little bit. <laughs> well, it's kind of just... Pre All-Star break, you only played 50 games. It's just kind of a superficial way to look at things that I have saw and I'm agreeing with Sam. He was a data-driven guy. <laughs> but, huh. All right. Yeah, I like it too. I don't think a lot about, a lot about the Nets. It's something you I seem do. to do a lot. <laughs> about the Nets. Is he coming off the bench or is I don't he know. starting? He's pro- um, starting. Can we look at those Okay, sports? if he's starting, then I'm definitely going over oh, because... Then. He only started yeah, 10 games last year, 71 plays. He was hurt for most of the start of the year. Or, like, not 100%. Yeah, so I'm over. He, he actually scored better coming off the bench, surprisingly. Uh, off the bench, he's averaged 12.4 points per game. As a starting, he averaged 10, which is... <laughs> goes back to my J.J. Redding theory. It's just a thought here. It, it, it shows that he is a... Creator, not a spot of shooter, in a, which in is a, reverse of JJ. In another interesting twist, when he gets thirty to thirty-nine minutes a game, he averages fifteen point six points, though. So then I'm gonna hit the over. Yeah. If he's getting more minutes, he'll put in more points. I still like. Year. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Sam knows basketball, and I'm trusting you, Sam. Thank all you. right, we're That's all we're all with you. All right, uh, next is Buddy Heald, uh, fourteen points per game. Kia, that's you, right? Yeah. Um, 
<clears throat> so going back to my theme, uh, if you recall, it's somebody's got to score. Or, or aging power forwards. <laughs> <laughs> so Buddy Heel falls um, in the somebody's got to score category. So uh, he's on the Kings. And I was looking through their roster, and they have a, a gluttony of big men, if you will. And not a lot of uh, shooting. Besides Buddy, there's Bogdanovich and... The bad Bogdanovich. Yeah. yeah. De'Aaron Fox and Yogi is pretty much their only guards, so... Congrats to Pacers podcast. Uh, <laughs> I, love, uh, I love Buddy this year. He's gotten a better three-point shooter every year. His points per game have gone up every year. Um, he's 20... What is he? 25 now? 26? Um, he should be hitting somewhat of his peak of what he's going to be. I think he's a really good three-point shooter and someone who can just kind of get buckets on a bad team. I don't think the Kings are going to play a lot of defense. Um, they're going to run probably a lot. Um, so I'm taking Buddy over, and I think he's going to score like 20 points a game. I'm big on Buddy this year. He actually did not. Thoughts? <laughs> he averaged a game in- Two years ago, he averaged 13.5 last year. All right, no, so he's he got... Average, a... He averaged 15.1 after he got traded to the Kings. He's oh, averaging 8 in New Orleans. It's okay. It's okay. Sorry. Oh, you're right. You know, it, it's not Rishi's fault. I will say this is a confusing layout. <laughs> <laughs> Can we back up? What's the over-under? 14. 14. Last year, he averaged... 13. 13.5. I'm gonna heavily ride with Kehoe on this one. I, uh, Let's go. I, I, I was heavy riding. I, I, I was quoted as saying he should have been the number one pick over Ben Simmons. That has not good, been right good thus call. far. <laughs> not, not been right thus far. So you're riding with that but, one. But but let's say also Buddy Hill's never put up one point in an important playoff game. So um, he's also never played, but means he hasn't put up one. <laughs> um, and I, I like the over. I like the over Kehoe. Thanks, man. Someone's got a sport, right? Yeah, someone's got to score. It's going to be Yogi and then Buddy. <laughs> Rishi, you got to look on your face. I'm kind of indifferent on this one, but I like the over. Do you want me to put the, the, indifferent down? Uh, no, you can. Right. I'll take the team. over, I'm but indifferent. I just don't have a real opinion on the over. Okay. It's Someone has to score, but like I don't have a Buddy Hill's a hard worker. Big... Buddy Hill's a hard worker. I, didn't <laughs> <call him. laughs> he, he, I, I don't know about Buddy Hill's work ethic, but I'll believe <laughs> you. He went, he went from a scrub to the number one player in the nation. As a, as a senior. That's true. Yeah, he was. Yeah. His real name's Chivano. If that does anything for It could for be it. a Victor Oladipo breakout. I, I think he's really going to average 20 points a game. What, what do you think, Kurtz? Oh, did Clay go? Um, no. Clay, Clay so, said indifferent. indifferent. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, I'll lean under. Um, Just to. Yeah, I mean. I'm sorry about the J.J. Reddick. You know, can't, can't, can't get over at this point. Okay. Um, so I'm going to lean under. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> That's only fair. Um, I'm going to go under, too. Uh, he averaged 15.1 his first half season with the Kings, and then when Bogdanovich came, it went down to 13.5. But it's more about that I just don't trust the Kings. Like, they're talking about playing Bagley at the two sometimes. So I just don't trust <laughs> them to play. <laughs> I didn't but heal enough. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> <What>? <laughs> So, I'm going to go under because I don't trust the Kings. Um, next one, Joe Ingles, 10 points per game. Rishi. Um, so, Joe Ingles, coming off his first year uh, starting for the Jazz. Jingles. He averaged 11.5 last year. His field goal percentage has just gone up. Um, the only other small forward they have on their team is Jay Crowder. Yeah, 
really like Joe Ingles here. Uh, I think he continues to improve and averages around 12 and a half a game. I, I, I'm mixed on this one because I love Joe Ingles as a player, but I don't think he's a very aggressive, I don't think he has a very aggressive mindset for the regular season. Uh, I'm indifferent to leaning over here. He averaged eleven and a half last year. Yeah, I don't think he gets worse. I don't think he gets worse. So, so we'll, so we'll go with over. <laughs> we'll go with over. Big Joe Ingles guy. He he's better than Paul George. If everyone watched the uh, push off series. P. Yeah. <laughs> push off P. Uh, hmm. Clay, you got Joe Ingles thoughts? <sighs> um, no, I'm gonna gonna lean on the under here as well. Um, or not as well, just on the under. Um, so, uh, how old is he now? He's getting up there. He's 31. 31. 31. Wow. He's not that old. But, um, Just turned 31 last week. Happy birthday, Joe Ingles. Um, Big name Slow Mo Joe and Jingle Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, uh, the Jazz are just so deep. I feel like they could play just about anyone. I don't know how many minutes he's going to get. Um, they got Grayson Allen, who might steal a few minutes from him. Uh, I like Dante Axon this year. I don't know. I'm leaning under, but no real thoughts. You could sell me on the over. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm going under as well, Clay, for that same reason. <clears throat> I think the Jazz Which one? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're deep. Yeah, I got gotcha. They got a lot of guards. They have a lot of forwards. Uh, I just don't know how many minutes. I think Joe Ingles is good. I just don't know how minutes how many minutes they're gonna play him um, with Donovan and Grayson Crowder, Exum, uh, Alec Burks is there. I think. Uh, I think he's going though. Uh, whatever. I don't think he's a big. Regardless of Alec yeah. Burks, yeah. <laughs> I'm going under. Um, I'm going over. Um, I think he is really the only true shooter on that team, so I think he's going to get more minutes than he did last year mm-hmm. because I think um, whether it's Donovan Mitchell, Grayson Allen, Ricky Rubio, Dante Exxon, whichever the two guards are playing, uh, they're going to want them creating and or in Dante Exum's case they can't shoot at all. <laughs> so I think he's going to get a lot of uh, opening looks because of that, so I'll take the over. Pretty split on Jingles. Jingling Joe. Um, next up, Draymond Green, three and a half triple doubles, Clay. <laughs> yeah, so this I is. I love it. <clears throat> this is probably my favorite bet um, uh, as far as the player props go. So, again, a lot of thoughts just uncollected, and I need to wrap them all in. Um, starting with, um, I don't think the Warriors have much incentive to um, play their to their best potential in each game. Uh, there's only a couple games each year where they're really going to play up really to the hype. Um, so that's point number one. Well, point you, number you haven't said yet if you're going under or over. Uh, I'll, I'll sell it to you guys at the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, point number two is uh, Draymond Green, while only being 27 and uh, should be in his prime, he's uh, slowing down athletically. Uh, and you can kind of see that towards uh, the end of last year. Uh, and he also got hurt uh, last year and only played about 70 games. Um, and then the last, so I'll just wrap this all up and say I'm going under, under three and a half. And so then I wanted to look back at his triple doubles over the past couple, uh, couple years. In 2016, he had 13 triple doubles. In 2017, he had five triple doubles. And in 2018, he only had three. So this year, I'm saying he goes under three and a half. We have DeMarcus Cousins, who's going to come in the second half of the year, probably steal some minutes, definitely steal some rebounds and points. And assists. And assists. I am going under, and I'm going to lock this one in. Lock it in. Love it. I'm all in on this under. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Clay, that was 
a great spiel. Thank I love you. collected thoughts, and I really don't have anything else to say besides I agree. I was probably going to go the over until you gave me those those analytics, <laughs> and, and I, I'm actually leaning on the under now as well. I, yeah. I especially think when Cousins gets back, it, it steals a lot of stats. I'm going under as well. Clay, you really sold me. Thank you. Uh, wow. The year by Very year triple double count is big, and Draymond or Demarcus coming in. Not, not to mention, he can miss it with points. But yeah. Most guys can only miss it with rebounds and assists. Right. Yeah. He misses it with points all the time. So I'm, I'm going under as well. Some <laughs> additional notes is he only averaged 11 points per game last year, which is the easiest part of the triple-double. Add Cousins in, there's less shots for him. So even getting into that might be tough. Cousins also had three triple-doubles last year, so he's going to be trying to get those as well, stealing rebounds and assists from Draymond. And I think Jordan Bell and Kevin Looney are going to play more minutes because I think the Warriors are going to rest their starters a lot more throughout the year this year. Another good point. This is free money. Free money. So, yeah. Favorite pick. We'll free money ahead. Tuesday. Yeah. Free on money Monday. Tuesday. Rock to you on a Wednesday. <laughs> All right. Um, next up, we have Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, 8.5 points per game. Go ahead, Thomas. So, so, so this one's a pretty easy pick for me. I mean, it follows the thing of somebody has to score. And Kurtz earlier talked a little bit about the, the Levert and his over, and he picked him for the most improved player of the year. But... I think a guy who's under, uh, underappreciated is Spencer Denwitty. He averaged 12.6 points per game last year. Uh, he's a six foot six point guard who is solid at three pointers. In his opinion, he's great at three pointers. He takes a lot of them a game. Um, <laughs> but but to me, this is really a no brainer because he loves to shoot three pointers. He's still on a team that is not very good, and he's a sizable point guard who is going to get a lot of a lot of minutes just because he brings a uh, a mismatch to the court. What's it's eight point five? It's eight and a half points. He averaged twelve point six last year. He averaged twelve point six last year, <laughs> and last year was his first year to make a team for the full year out of the. D-League. Let's uh, so let's keep in mind last year, um, D'Angelo Russell was hurt at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. and so yeah. so we're Keo's bringing up the uh, the splits here. So pre All Star game, he averaged thirteen point six points per game, and post is ten flat. Um, he also only shot 32% from three last year. Yeah, that's why I started with he's an okay three-point shooter, <laughs> but he likes to shoot him. Yeah, he likes to <laughs> yeah even so. with D'Angelo in the lineup, I think he still goes over here. I agree with you. The line's set pretty low, but I think Vegas knows something that we don't. Mm. And uh, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to go with the under. Lean under here and uh, say under eight and a half. With Russell back, Russell is also a gunner. Uh, hasn't seen a shot he doesn't like. Um, that's going to take some shots from him. Who else do they have at guard? Is it just those two? Karis LeVert, Burst. he's going over 13. <laughs> that's a lot. They signed Shabazz Napier in the offseason. And another guard is going to take some minutes. I actually really like Spencer Dinwiddie, um, but, yeah, I'm going under. And I hope he gets traded to a new team. Yeah, I'm going under for pretty much the same reasons Clay just said, but I think that the Magic should trade for Dinwiddie, and if that happens, I would flip to over. Yep, agreed. That's why I'm actually going over. I think he gets traded. I think the Nets have too many guards, and they'd be smart to trade him. Even if he doesn't get traded, he'll probably go over, but I think he's kind of a candidate for a trade for a a team that needs a point guard, like in the Spurs, Magic, maybe. He's Um, a... He yeah. only make he's on an expiring contract. He's yeah. only, he's making like less than two million this yeah. year. Yeah, so he's one hundred percent getting traded to a contender. He's a Which, great trade asset. If that happens, yeah, yeah, I think he sure. goes over. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying the over. All right. Uh, next up, Jonas Valanciunas, nine and a half rebounds. This one is mine. Going um, back to the boards. 
He averaged 8.6 rebounds per game last year. His career high in any season is exactly 9.5 rebounds. Um, the Raptors, as they showed last year during the regular season, play their bench a ton. And um, with the addition of Kawhi Leonard, not only does he average two more rebounds per game for his career than DeMar DeRozan does, he also brings... Um, the ability for the Raptors to play a lot more small lineups. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of Kawhi, OG, and Pascal Siakam at the uh, front line this year, which is just taking minutes away. Plus, any game where the Raptors play someone who goes small, Valanciunas really can't be on the floor to play defense. So I'm going to go under. Yeah, I think they close a lot of lineups. I already think you already said it with uh, Siakam playing the five. Um, I think they did that last year a little bit without Siakam. They had a Bakker or whoever it was closing, um, and he didn't end any games. So uh, I'm going under as well. I like that. I feel like that's a good bet. How old is Valanciunas? Uh, he, he's, he's about getting... 27 would be my guess. He's Yeah, 26. Yeah. He 26. came he's in when he was real young. He's a lot younger than I thought. Uh, I agree with you, Sam. There's a lot of, a lot of good – rebounders on their team and if his career high is 9.5 I don't think he gets there this year one thing I think that is would be really important to know is uh, obviously they lost Wayne Casey he hated playing bigs if you guys didn't know if you haven't watched the Raptors in the past anytime anything went wrong he blamed it on his bigs and took him out of the game and th- then he just saw what happened the most uh, minutes a game that Jonas Valanciunas has ever averaged is 28 so I'm going to agree with the under here, but if this coach likes to utilize big men more than 28 minutes, last year he actually played 22 minutes a game. If the coach will play him more than 22 minutes a game, it could be a very easy over. So, so it really depends on you. you actually, I'm going to go, I'm going to hit the over. I'm hit, the over. <laughs> hit the over, Giannis Valanciunas. <laughs> what if I told you? <laughs> play the Pacers three times, that's 20 rebounds a game. <laughs> What if I told you his most recent player news says Jonas Valanciunas is fine with bench roll and Jonas Valanciunas is not locked in a starting five? Well, does that, that change your... That does not help. That, that certainly hurts. <laughs> does that, that change your opinion? A, a little bit, yeah. But I'm going to stick with it. It was a very <laughs> quick decision. <laughs> I'll, I'll stick with the over. Okay. I'm going over um, for all the reasons people mention. Are you going over or under? Sorry, sorry. Under. <laughs> Drastic under. under. Big time under. Um, yeah, for everything people said, he's not averaging more than nine and a half rebounds. That's ten rebounds. Yeah. Or 9.6. 9.7. We don't operate in, in pure this value. Guy, <laughs> this guy is not averaging ten rebounds a game. That's that's, <laughs> that's all you get. <laughs> all right, from one Raptors big man to another, Serge Ibaka, 12.5 points per game. Keo. Yeah, so I kind of broke the rules. We were supposed to do just three. I did four, so I'm just going to knock out my next two because they're kind of the same theme here. Yeah, well, I think a lot of us ended up doing four after you chose your both fourth. Both of them added two. Yeah. Oh, can you wait your turn? And can we four. categorize this? What category is this in? <laughs> this is aging. Someone's got a score. Nope, this is aging. <laughs> this is my first aging power forwards pick. Uh, all right, I'll just stick with Surge then. Um, <laughs> so like Sam mentioned, uh, I think they're going to play a lot of Siakam at the four, maybe some Kawhi at the four, OG maybe. Like I think they could have a lot of lineup versatility. Greg Monroe's there. Um, so I, I don't see Ibaka getting a ton of minutes, number one. And then number two, I just think he's kind of bad. Um, he's been in the league, like this is 11th year, which seems crazy, but um, he's been around for a while. His points per game went down last year um his three-point percentage went down um 
yeah, he's Clay's, Clay's showing me the stats here. Uh, went from 15.1 to 14.2 to 12.6. Um, so he's kind of on a downward trend. I just think he's old and he's a power forward. So he's an aging power forward, which I'm out on this year. So uh, under points per game, was it 12 and a half? 12 and a half. Yeah, yeah under 12 and a half points per game. I think that's easy money. Uh, I like the comment on this aging part. Uh, I guess rumor has it that uh, so he's listed as age 28, but um, <laughs> he, he came over from uh, yeah. Africa in a pretty cool documentary on YouTube. But uh, none- a fine maker. Uh, no, <laughs> and nonetheless, some say he's he's older than that. Um, so he's probably so, like 32. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's uh, declined in points per game the past three years. So I am jumping on the bandwagon, going under. Thanks, partner. No problem. I'm also under. Yeah. I like the Kawhi, OG, Siakam lineup set. I think you're gonna play a lot under. Yeah. Under. We've talked about the Raptors enough. <laughs> <laughs> two, two quick points. If, if Ibaka Ibaka's got to go under because Valanciunas is gonna be getting all the rebounds. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and thing number two is he has become a much 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 worse rim defender every year, which means he should be played less. He's just not that good anymore. He's not Siakam. good. Siakam. He's yeah. not good. All right, uh, next up we have Trey Young, 14.5 points per game. Rishi. Yeah, so this is with the Kehoe. Someone has to score. Somebody's got to score. He's going to throw up a lot of shots. Um, I think he has a starting role. Their only other point guard is Jeremy Lin on their team. Um, His field goal percentage is going to be probably horrific, but he's going to be able to average 16 a game, I think. Given the shot he took in the preseason game against the Spurs, which was so sick, court, he took a half quarter awesome. with no time on the clock to win the game. Amazing! Yeah. If he has the confidence for that, he has the confidence to shoot enough shots to average over fourteen. I think they're going to want him to too. I think he's going to play a lot. He's lose a lot. The, and, lose a lot. Have the ball a lot, and like he's going to be over twenty three and a half though. <laughs> it's, what? It, 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 they're going to be over twenty three and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I think I said under on that. Yeah, I said under. Oh, okay. I was, I was under, too. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, yeah. I think I was the only over. I'll go back. Um, I love it, Reesh. Let's go over. <clears throat> um, this one's tough. 14 and a half was... Uh, so, I think his points are going to swing, like, wildly. It'll be, like, one game, five points. The next game, 23. So, it might average out to, like, 15 and barely script the over. But uh, I'll lean over. What yeah, you... I'm going over too. I think he's gonna have the green light at all times. He's gonna throw up a ton of shots that at least seven, eight of them are gonna go in a game. What did he average last year? Lock. He twenty nine something. Yeah, I think twenty nine. He's in like nine. nine. <laughs> twenty nine and a half points is pretty good. Perfect. All right, keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. <laughs> all right, next up, Jared Allen, six rebounds per game. Yeah, this is my last one. Um, so. I basically I, I like to get stuck on certain players throughout the year. And this is our third bet. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bad sign. But um, yeah, Jared Allen's one of those players this year. I really like him not only for fantasy but also just in the NBA as a player. Um, so I basically started looking at Bavada and just did the Control F and searched Jared Allen and went through all the stats. <laughs> and this is the best one. So I got over six rebounds. Uh, it's juiced on the over at a minus one forty five, but I still think it's a good play. Juiced, yeah. Um, so let me let me dive in here. Um, so last year he averaged five point four rebounds per game uh, while only playing twenty minutes as a rookie. Uh, he he's bulked up over over the season and can really bang down low now. Hmm. 
Uh, if we look at his per 36 stats, uh, 36 minutes, he averaged 9.7. Last year they had Timothy Mozgov, um, who started the season. Uh, he kind of waned off towards the end. But this year, uh, Jaron Allen will, will start and play, I think, probably 25 to 28 minutes a game. So if there's uh, anyone uh, that can do the numbers on that real quick, I think that uh, equates to over six rebounds. <laughs> so I am going with the over. Check out. Juiced 145. Lay 145 to 100. I'm going over. <laughs> Thoughts? I'm with you. That's a great bet. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't argue with the math there. <laughs> that was a good analysis. Yes. And uh, I, I'm also going over, partner. All right. Thanks, partner. Someone has to rebound the ball. Yeah. Someone's got to score. It, someone's got to rebound. <laughs> I, I, someone's got to do stuff on the net. Yeah. Right? I, I like the play, though. It's a shitty team. Mm-hmm. Not many at the position. And Imagine, Timothy Mozgov. Timothy Mozgov is, is his competition. I think he's no. gone. Yeah, he is Ed, gone. He's, he's gone. gone. So he's got no competition his for competition's Ed Davis. Actually, well, I like Ed Davis. Yeah, I like Ed Davis. Like he can Davis rebound the shit out of the ball. Yeah. Didn't realize that. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, still on the over. Um, yeah, I think he's so his over under in points is ten. So I, I don't think it's out of the question. Him averaging probably fourteen and eleven. Let, let's take That's a rebound. That's probably fourteen and eight, <laughs> fourteen and seven. All right. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yep. I'm also over on the as well. Squad. Uh, next up, Malik Monk, nine and a half points per game. So, so, so this is this is just easy. You got Malik Monk. On a underachieving team, a chronically underachieving team, let me say, they every year act like they're going to make the sixth, seventh, or eighth seed, and it seems like they never really do. Uh, last year, Malik Monk is a rookie. He was the eleventh pick. He had a really up and down season. He averaged six point seven points a game in thirteen and a half minutes a game. He did this despite shooting thirty six percent from the field. So, if he were to just play the same amount of time and shoot a semi decent percentage from the field this year he would already be at that level, that nine-and-a-half level. And I think those minutes can easily get up to 20, given that they spent a, a lottery pick on him last year. So if he gets up to 20 minutes, he raises that field goal percentage from 36 into the mid-40s. This is an easy, an, an easy win here. Malik Monk over nine-and-a-half, lock it in. I like the over. Just a, a fun stat to kind of back to that point up. <laughs> In the month of April last year, Malik Monk played five games and averaged 20 points a game. That is what I like to hear. That's all I need when you're hot in April. You're going to be hot in October. (laughs) And I like the over. So to add a little more context to that, um, let's look at the splits pre and post Um, (laughs) All-Star. It's a good indicator. I like these splits. Yeah, he he averaged five points pre All-Star. And 9.7 posts. What's over under 8.5? 9.5. Nine nine Wolf, that's <laughs> tough. That's a tight line. <laughs> if he plays like he did in April. He only he averaged just, 13.6 minutes last season. So, so to, to play a devil's advocate here, I'm pretty sure Jeremy Lamb is starting. I think they announced him as a starter. Um, but I like Malik Monk. I don't think uh, uh, Horner's going to be that great, so I think he'll probably start by the end of the year. And he's going to be hot in April. So. <laughs> he's going to be hot in April. Yeah, I'm going over. What you got, Rishi? I agree with the over. He didn't play more than 15 minutes in a single game from November 18th to March 6th, which is crazy. Um, oh boy. And then during the final 18 games of the year, he averaged 12.1. So I think if he's healthy, you know, they're going to play him more. He's an athletic freak. He goes over here. 
Yeah, I'm also going the over, same reasons. Um, I'm also on the record as saying that the Hornets are going to blow up their team and Malik Monk will not be part of that blow-up, so I think he can only get more minutes as the year goes on and more shots. Love it. All right, uh, next up, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. This is uh, is mine, Um, seven and a half points per game. I took the over. Um, We don't... Yeah, we don't... um, we went through the Clippers team, uh, couldn't name a starting lineup. Um, uh, he was their top lottery pick. He's going to start and play a lot of minutes, and I just see him being on the floor way too often and not score 7.5 um, in the preseason. He played 22 minutes and averaged 10 points a game, and I think both of those will be higher during the regular season. So I'm looking at the roster now. I thought he was buried behind a few guards. Um so, so these are legit questions. Who's going to play more? Um, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I know exactly Tough to who say you're talking about. <laughs> no, I'm talking Tito about... Tito Sitch? No, no, the guy in question. Tito <laughs> Alexander. Yes. Uh, Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> so who plays more, him or Avery Bradley? Uh, Avery, okay. I'm Avery. just going through. They him play, or... They Dr- play a different position. Avery they do, they do play a different okay, position. Okay, him or <laughs> Jerome Robinson? Huh? Jerome Robinson. Alexander. Alexander. Okay, I agree with that. Patrick Beverly? Trade ca- candidate, I think. I think. I think. Yeah. I think so too. I think. Um, Lou I Williams, then Milos Teodosic. <laughs> I like. He's him. their starting point guard. <laughs> he, he's starting. Who is starting over him? Beverly. 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 Yeah, Patrick Beverly will start over him. Um, they're in. They're in lose mode. No, they're trying to make the playoffs. With what? They almost made it last year. You know, all yeah, those guys played just. <laughs> I mean, I'm just asking the question. I just feel like they have a bunch of guards. I don't really have an opinion. Seven and a half seems super low, and I know he did kill in the preseason, like you said. Um, I'll lean under, but again, <laughs> could be swayed here. <laughs> Let's go over. Yeah, what I, think the hell? He, I think he'll be fun to root for. He's got the longest last name in the league. Um, he's going over seven and a half. Seven and a half? Yeah. I'm going whatever Rishi's gone. <laughs> I'm going over. I'm on the over. Because <laughs> yeah. the longest last name. Yeah. I mean, they only they only traded up one spot, but they traded up a spot to get him. It's true. That's good. Yeah. Uh, and he killed in preseason. Like this yeah, is. He was a third-rated rookie coming out of preseason. Th- this is a hard one though, because he he only averaged 14 points in college. Granted, I know he was a freshman in college, but that means he is only what would be a sophomore in college now playing in the NBA. Right, but everyone in Kentucky. Was amazing. Yeah, the yeah, NBA. A lot of mouse. Kentucky was an NBA team, pretty much. Let me. I'll, I'll ride with the over so that we can uh, stick with the same. I really don't have an opinion. I kind of like that Kentucky angle. There's a lot of people at Kentucky, so their average is always way low. Great example is Devin Booker, uh, played at Kentucky and <laughs> goes off in the NBA and kills it. But uh, yeah, I kind of like that angle. Here's I'm some, on the over now. Here's some players who averaged over seven and a half points per game. Uh, Are we listing off every NBA player? No, 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 just a few. Maurice Speets, Luke Kennard. Jarrell Martin, uh, Frank Mason, David Nuaba. Who's heard of all those Luke players? <laughs> I'm just saying, a lot of people can average over seven and a half, and SGA I think is actually good. I think he's S. Yeah, I think um, SGA yeah. SGA is going to be better than Luke Kennard was last year as a rookie, oh, and like you said he over, averaged over seven and a half. So yeah, that's all you need. I'm on the over. Okay. Sold. Next? Is it, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. It means the, the podcast app we use to record is going to run out of time in four minutes. We'll edit this. All right, uh, uh, real quick. <laughs> uh, Zach Randolph, 12 points per game. Keo. Aging power forward, you know the deal. Let's go under. All in on this one. Love to hear. 12 and a half seems so high. 
Harry Giles is going to be the best player on that team. He plays power <laughs> forward. They got Labissier, if he's still on the team, I think. Um, I'm just trying to speed this up. They also got Kali Stein, another big. I love the declining aging power forwards. I'm, I'm done with this. Yeah, they're, they're going to play their young guys a lot. He's under. I'll go with the under. Love him as a player. He's old as hell. He's the fifth big on that team. George Hill, four assists per game. Rishi? Uh, under. He's only done it three times in his career. They're going to play Sexton a lot. Um, George Hill, under. He's not a facilitator. Really like that stat. I'm on the under. Uh, I, I'm going to hit the over here for no specific reason besides the fact that I really like George Hill. Uh, <laughs> and that team is really, really bad. Uh, Except for they're guaranteed over 30 wins. Yeah, I thought you said they were... <laughs> <laughs> Third king of the podcast. <laughs> no, he's a calf. Oh, shit. Uh... Hmm. Okay, that, that, that changes good. things for yeah. me. <laughs> that, that is, that is bad. You probably yeah, won't be uh, listening to your, your commentary here too much. <laughs> I'm going under then. <laughs> All right, I'm also going under. He's only done it three times, and he's coming off the bench. All right, last one. Lazar Ball, 10 points per game. Uh, this is an easy over for me. He averaged 10.2 points last year, even though he only shot 47.9% in the restricted area which is where he took over half of his shots. He was one of the worst 10, or he was in the bottom 10 for field goal percentage in the restricted area as a very, very large and athletic point guard. That's got to get better this year, and he's going to get a lot of easy buckets from LeBron. Over. Uh, right, so I'll go under. I think LeBron's going to have the ball too much, and he's come off the bench. I don't know how much he's going to play. Under. I'm going under as well, coming off an injury. Uh, also got Rondo starting over him. Uh, under, sorry. Same thing as Sam. LeBron's going to have the ball in his hands a lot. They have a lot of young mouths to feed. I'm going over. They're playing at a rapid fire pace during the preseason, and I don't think Lonzo averages worse points per game this year. So I'm going over. So that was the last one. That was the last Wrap one. Wrap it up. All right. Boards are done. The, the boards are filled. They're clean. All right, good. Um, all right, well, thanks for listening to our uh, player props um, season totals this year. We'll do like a – Maybe a little quarterly check-in on these two, see how we're doing. Maybe some others in between. Yeah, yeah. Um, as always, you know, Surgeon Six Pod, your place for Pacers and Nets uh, <laughs> analysis and uh, highlights. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. Shout out Fleetwood. Shout out to Fleetwood. Big Pearl Pizza. Tatsa.